Venom inexplicably keeps raking it in. 48 gigs later, and Fallout 76 is still a miss, and in a world of entertainment overstuffed with streaming services, Apple finally says, us too. Today on The Minute. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome once again to another episode of The Minute. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Sam. I'm Asher. And today we got a whole lot of things to talk about, and we're going to get started by talking about these, the, the phenomenon that is the amount of money that Venom is making. Yeah, this kind of... Uh not not surprising, but this is definitely like the peak of what they were hoping for. Well, it is like, a little surprising. Yeah, it is a little. Well, I, they, there was some amount of hype. There was a decent. There, there was, was a decent expectation for it to be a success, but I mean, like it's it's getting close to eight hundred million at this. Yeah, point. and it's it, like you were saying earlier, it's outperformed like all of the DCEU movies. Oh right? yeah, yeah. Like, it's and just, that's, that that was that was a big that was a big thing I was trying to touch on earlier is like it, 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 given given the current slate of the future of Sony projects involving this like Spiderless Spider Verse. That they're trying to build up, like if I were if I didn't tell you the names of the movies that were involved, you'd think I was talking about the DCEU. Like, <laughs> like Silver and Black has been scrapped to make two solo movies. We think that we have a Craven the Hunter movie on the way, as well as a Morbius the the Vampire uh, movie on the way. They're deep cut villains, man. This but, is this is not the the mainstay. <laughs> like, <laughs> but but just like the the way that they've kind of moved things around and like kind like they've greenlit stuff and then canceled the project after like seeing the script stuff like that just uh, you think i was talking about a messier universe but in comparison um the first like like man of steel for instance the first the first true dceu movie that one made 668 million worldwide and venom is currently approaching eight. Oh, so given the strength of that of, of that even though i mean like my feelings on the movie they they are what they are i, I it's a bit of a mess of, of a movie but it is a fun movie at the end of the day, and it's clearly very profitable. So, like with the for for a studio with a with a debut universe movie with with this kind of box office strength, like 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 it just it looks like such a mess moving forward. Just you know, like, like what what do you think we can expect? Well, uh, first off, do you think there was any? Stanley effect to the fact this movie was so successful? I mean, it it came out right as he passed. Do you think that maybe more people went and saw the movie because he passed away? No. Just out, just out of speculation, I have no idea. Just no, I actually was reading uh, uh, something the, uh, just yesterday that said that 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 there were plenty of people that were going back out to the to the theaters just like in memory in, in memory of Stan Lee. Yeah, just so like just because that's the comic book movie that's out right now. Yeah, because so uh, if it had been a Marvel movie, maybe that one would have right. done extra well or something like that. Right. Maybe the next one even will do extra well just because it'll be the first one since he passed away. But but even without that, like this movie is still making like all kinds of money. Like it was still well over six. And what? that's kind of that's kind of where I speculated it was going to land was somewhere around six, and that would have been a strong performance. Yeah, and it's it's even it's going beyond that. So I think that there's probably what's going to happen is they're obviously going to go forward and making all these movies. They hinged it all and kind of seeing how well Venom was going to do, and it's it's yeah for sure going gangbanger. So they're gonna, for sure because because a lot of these moves were made before Venom actually came out. Like yeah. they didn't know how it was going to go, and it was definitely a studio that didn't know how well this was going to go. But I mean, like at, th at this point, there's no denying it. Like, there's nothing you can say to, about Venom that's going to hurt it. Like, it's made its money. Like, yeah. But if they go forward, they try all these other more obscure villains from the Spider Universe, and they try to make these movies. And the movie 
a critically has been received kind of lukewarm. Like it's been like it's fun, but like that that seems to be the consensus. You know, is that like it's, it's, it's a fun movie, but it's not a great story. So you're gonna pull in all these other really obscure villains. You're gonna make a universe out of that, which maybe in the right hands, you you've we you've talked about this before in the minute. In the right hands, it might it may be able to be done, but like yeah, kind of launched into a thing. I still think that this. Venom was still probably benefited from a lot of factors. Like Venom is one of the most famous anti-heroes in the Marvel universe. Oh, Tom he, Hardy is, oh, he is, is super he is, hot right now. He, he is, is the most famous of Spider-Man's rogue gallery. Exactly, exactly. And Tom Hardy is super big right now. People want to see him and stuff. And like, you know, the Venom character is cool. Like it's a cool character. I was disappointed um, that it wasn't more. I didn't go see it because I didn't feel like a strong urge to. If it had been a more hardcore movie, maybe gone for like you you said in another episode, like a hard R or something like that, I probably would have been more interested in seeing Venom. But yeah, I think that would have been a better movie. But. Yeah, but that's just I'm just talking about the movie. I'm not talking about the sales or anything. But now I don't know how successful like if they if they do like a Craven the Hunter movie. Yeah, how's that going to work is without Spider Man? Yeah, and and it, Craven the Hunter is not nearly as as recognizable a name as Venom. Yeah, you know? I mean, I mean so, like I know who he is because I'm a big Spider Man fan. Yeah, I know it is because I read Spider Man comics growing up, and I'm sure there are people who would know. But Venom is uh, oh, of course, but no, like Venom is like like you were saying, like your sister even like who's not into comic books no, went and saw all. Venom, was excited about Venom because yeah. she remembers Venom from her childhood. Yeah, like, and I don't even like, think she saw Infinity War, so she's not like on the comic book train at all. But she's like, oh, I remember Venom, and for some reason she really likes Venom and Tom Hardy and and how many how many people like that are out there who went and saw Venom. Probably, I, apparently I'm gonna, an awful lot. Apparently an awful lot. And then you know, two hundred millions worth from China. That's that's quite an opening in China. That's crazy. Like like it was already making money, and that's just you know icing on the cake for them. Wow. Um, and I mean, like, good for them. Like Tom Tom Hardy's entertaining. Like like as, for as flawed as I think that movie is, Tom Hardy is entertaining. And I mean, and, and the right hands moving the moving the whole series forward. Like I think that they could could bring something to the table. I mean, they are going to have to eventually bring in Spider Man, though. I don't I don't see how this universe can go forward without Spider-Man. Unless a bunch of villains just meet up and just don't have anybody fighting them. Yeah, they like, just, they're just like, hey. Man, good. world domination was really easy. Good day for evil. Yeah. <laughs> Gentlemen to evil. Yeah. But but at the same time, like I really like Tom Holland's Peter Parker um, and Spider-Man and the, the oh, MCU. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. He's so great. I really want to keep seeing that. One thing that I have heard is what if they brought in Miles Morales as the Sony-verse Spider-Man? Oh, yeah. And then yeah, because they're, the, they're doing Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Um, that's going to be dropping soon. And there seems that's to be a an awful idea. lot of hype for that movie. I think that movie's going to do pretty well. Yeah, so you could have both the Spider, the both the both Spider-Mans happening at the same time. So they're different universes. If you could differentiate the costumes just enough and you can kind of differentiate the tone just enough, that, I mean, like, that might could work. That also, if you could take away the uh, the wig from Woody Harrelson, that would be <laughs> big big fan of uh, bringing Carnage in, but that wig on Woody Harrelson is just too much. But uh, anyways, moving on from that, unless you are living in a post apocalyptic wasteland that is just completely barren of any survivors with any kind of useful information, are you talking about Pensacola? Who could who could possibly tell you about what's going on? You're probably aware that Fallout. 76 has recently celebrated their reclamation day, if you will. Mm -hmm. It's dropped. And by that, I mean Fallout 76 has launched and has been live with the exception of, you know, recently where they, they had their, they introduced their first big patch. 
So for those of you that don't know, Fallout 76 is a um, new iteration of the Fallout series, and it's taking a bold new direction. It's a multiplayer only, and it's online only. Um, and by multiplayer, that just means that there are several different humans on a giant map at any one time. It's Tw- not... 24 per server. Yeah, so so this is not multiplayer like um, Call of Duty's multiplayer or or uh, no, Fortnite. Not you're not you're not fighting each other. It's not like that. But it, the uh, whole idea was that I did kill somebody the other day, but he was wanted. Uh, what could I yeah, do? I saw that. That was cool. So this is a this is a new idea. Fallout games have always been single player in the past. They're all even the computer ones. They're all massive RPGs of one fashion or another. They're long stories and you level up and this is kind of a new iteration doing some different things some people are excited have been excited about it some people have really hated it there have been some issues oh, you yeah. have the, you have the game you've been playing oh yeah it. well well here's well I've been playing on Xbox and uh and Xbox has actually been getting relatively relatively little uh performance issues and in, in context PlayStation 4 apparently has been getting the most oh um and I really haven't had anything that bad as far as like bugs go. Now, like I did, of course, like in the Bureau of Tur- Tourism quest. That was like, like if you look on the internet, like nobody could complete that course because all you can do is walk through the goddamn token machine. And I had that very same problem. It pissed me off. Uh, but that one was resolved with that big patch that dropped. By the way, if you got it on launch day, I got it on launch day just because I couldn't bear the thought that there was a Fallout game out there that I couldn't play. <laughs> Cause, cause that's the thing. That's like that's a, it's kind of kind of been a been like a a, a, a secret among the group. Me and Asher have been dying to talk about video games, <laughs> but we haven't had a reason to, and we kind of just like shoehorned in uh, this as mm. a reason, so we can go ahead and get that out there and be like, aha, we've done it before. Precedent set. We can talk about video games now. Exactly. So Fallout seventy six seems like a good reason to do it. Um, I don't have it. I am a big Fallout fan, um, but I have not. I don't have a system to play Fallout seventy six on right now, and uh, wasn't enough to make me necessarily want to get one. But uh, I'm not a hater on the game. I will say that the there is a lot of um, uh, people hating on the game right now. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily just kind of a trending thing, but if that's like, do you think that's too much backlash from the community? I mean, apparently, like if you're playing it on PlayStation Four, it looks like you could you could really get into some stuff that's really just immersion breaking. Just that sucks. if there ever was something to break your immersion. Now, like like I said, I played on the Xbox. About the worst that I've gotten is like I'll kill a super mutant, and his arm is kind of sticking through the door. I think I, whenever I played it on launch day, I ran up to a body of water, and the body of water definitely didn't look like a body of water. <laughs> but whenever I played it the next day, water looked like mm. water. It, looked a lot, it rendered a lot better the next day. Now, but, to me, that just sounds like a Bethesda game because, I mean, I played... First time I played Fallout 3 um, was like, you know, Game of the Year edition. It was totally, like, had all DLC. It was totally patched up on the PS3. And I remember I did one... I, I I had a glitch in there where I couldn't finish a mission. I had to look it up and figure out how to do some like crazy thing to get around the, the gameplay to get around the glitch, you know. And that was that was one of their masterpieces. You, you gotta know? You, you gotta you gotta ditch the glitch. Yeah, it, to, to, to 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 get some of those quests done and some of those really. If games. You don't want to hitch. You gotta ditch the glitch. That's it. Like it'll but, it'll be done in a cinch. But it, it's it's just bitch. that's that's just kind of what have I done? <laughs> that's sorry. just kind of how like Bethesda games work though. Like, and if you're a, if you're a Bethesda fan, it's not that it's acceptable. It's just that like 
generally the story and like just kind of redeems everything. That's why I keep going back to Fallout. Anyways, it's just and, the story keeps me coming back. And it's and, and it's fun. Like there's not there there's most of the gameplay works fine, and the games are so huge. I mean, a lot of games have these problems. A lot of games that are made now are so freaking big. That they're there. If you get into them and you get into the nitty gritty of these games, you're gonna find something here or there. Oh, yeah. Like, it's you, just like Ubisoft has done it. Yeah, e- oh, EA yeah. has definitely done it. Oh my god. <laughs> and I mean, like, like I'm not gonna lie. I like I definitely see some of the criticisms. A lot of the criticisms, even because I mean, like as like the map is gigantic, and a lot of the scenery is beautiful. And people say that like the the engine is dated, and and that's true. The engine is dated, but like it still works for a Fallout map for me. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm just like not too picky whenever it comes to my Fallout landscape. I I feel like it definitely gets the job done. Like West Virginia is beautiful in this game. Yeah, it looks good. I don't. I it looks amazing. Lots of and lots of people are saying that. I don't feel. I don't hear too many people saying it doesn't look good. It looks really good, and it. Plays like looks like it plays mm. like Fallout. You monsters. You got different weapons. You know you run around. Yeah. The one big difference is there's no NPCs. The, the VAT system is definitely like takes some getting used to if you're used to traditional VAT systems. Um, like it's because it's in real time. The game stays live. Mm-hmm. Um, but once you kind of get the hang of how VATs works, you can kind of use it for your advantage. There there are times to use VATs and there are times to aim. That's just kind of kind of what it comes down to. Um, some of the criticisms that I understand. Like weapon breakdown that happens very quickly. Armor breakdown. Sounds like Breath of the Wild crap right there. Oh yeah. Oh man. Oh yeah. Like bre- exactly like Breath <laughs> yeah. of the Wild. Just like what like like just it's wearing down so quick. It's faster than you can repair it. Gotcha. And you have to like salvage so many things in order to uh, in order to get that repair to happen. Like it just it does kind of get to be a headache. And only and only a couple of times. This is another one that you'll see online a lot. There's only been once or twice where I've been in an area. And just all of a sudden, a whole bunch of bad guys just just spawn around me, and it's like, oh yeah. shit! Now I have this to deal with, or I can run away. Yeah, yeah, lots. I was reading that that happened to some people that like just enemies would just boop, they'd pop up, it'd be a bunch of them. You're like, oh boy. Now that's that's only happened to me a couple of times. It really hadn't been that bad. But that's but true. that being said, I definitely do understand a lot of the criticisms, and really, I just like. I'm just hoping that Bethesda, like I, I know that they're capable of of greatness. And mm. this is such a great like template that they've set up. If they can just because that Flesh at, at E three right, like at E three, Todd Howard was like, "This is gonna have like constant updates." You know, we're constantly gonna be like like boosting it to make it to make it exactly what it needs to be. Mm. And if like if that's a promise that Bethesda keeps, then I think that we could end up with uh, with something real special if they pivot where they need to and if they boost what they need to. And if they take away what they need to, but we'll see what they do moving forward. Yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, I know that. I mean, I take. I I also look at Fallout seventy six. It's kind of its own thing because it did come out of Fallout 4's development because they wanted to make that to have an out multiplayer component to that game, but they decided that was too much to do in that game. So this one kind of came out of that. Right. So to me, I'm thinking it's always been its own thing. It's not exactly Fallout 5, but it's not not If you're expecting Fallout Fallout 5, you're going to be disappointed. Yeah. But it still does feel like Fallout. Yeah, that's why. So it's not not Fallout. So it's like, it's definitely in that canon and it's going to be, it's going to affect the lore, of course. That's one of the, you know, there's... But at this point, and sales are down from Fallout 4 too. That's that's another thing. Sales are yeah. definitely down across well, the board from Fallout 4. Well, it was competing with both Red Dead Redemption 2, which has oh, just yeah. been 
slathered on it's the praise by talk, talk every of, critic. Talk of the town. Yeah, talk of the town. Everyone's even, buying it. Even South Park had two episodes, two weeks in a row, that heavily referenced Red Dead 2. See, there you go. That's how hyped up people were for that game. Still are for that game. It's it's still beating out Fallout 76, which just dropped. Yeah, and it's probably going to be you know lots of people's game of the year. So that probably hurt oh, yeah. sales a little bit. Oh, yeah. I think Fallout 76 can forget about that. But I mean, like, but at the same time, it's not like this is a No Man's Sky situation either. Like, it's, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> that was a that was a once in a lifetime Beth- kind of thing. Bethesda is going to be just fine going forward. They have a lot of upcoming projects that are going to be. I mean, they're making a lot of games too. One thing I heard. This is the last thing I have to say about this is. Um, I know that um, Dreamcast guy, who's a YouTuber, he claim he claimed that he actually got some after the game came out. He released this after the game came out and after all the kind of critical reception had been uh, put in place. He said that he had met up with some of the developers in of this game in like, I think it's Dallas or something like that. And at a bar, just randomly ran into them and was well, kind I of. I think they have a. I think they have another headquarters in Austin now. Yeah, There's maybe Bethesda it was Austin. Austin. Maybe I'm thinking of Austin. I'm t- Texas. You I believe, know. As a matter of fact, I believe that they're the uh, they're they're who's uh, they're they're the ones in charge of the maintenance and everything of Fallout 76. Yeah, I'm not mistaken. yeah, and there and this game seemed to be a little bit different than a lot of other Bethesda projects. Like Todd, it sounded like Todd Howard wasn't. It's an experiment all yeah, the way. Yeah, he wasn't like the hands-on director. He just kind of would step in every once in a while and make sure the project was falling within the parameters of what they wanted it to be. And they said there was no sales goal for the game. There was no... That's interesting. Yeah, which is very interesting. Well, a lot of people... uh, I think um, the inference is that it's a Fallout brand. It's going to fly off the shelves, you know, and it's a, but I, I thought of it as more like, well, this is an experimental title. Maybe they didn't put a sales goal on it to just say like, we're going to put this out because we developed some of it alongside of fallout four. So we're going to finish this. We're going to give it to the fans. We're going to put it see out what there, happens. see what happens. Well, I think as long as they like, I mean, it's just like I said, I think that the game has an awful lot of potential. They've promised to maintain it all like, you know, across the board for as long as people are playing it. So as long as they, Keep that promise, then I think that that the game definitely could live up to that potential that it has. But enough about that. I believe that like while we're on the topic of video games, like you've just had something that you've been meaning to get off your chest. That's also video game related. Yeah, you know, there's been a lot of news lately. Uh, you know, there's a new Witcher three series coming out, which I'm not particularly upset about, but it reminds yeah, Superman's me. In that. Yeah, yeah, he is. Um, but it reminds me of when they try to make movies out of video games. Well, do you just wanna do you just wanna take a minute? You wanna do your thing? Yeah, I think I need to get something off my chest. So first, it should be established that it is very common for successful properties in any medium to be transplanted into another medium. This includes movie adaptations of books, video game versions of movies, comic books that are made into video games. Plays and musicals that are made into movies, book series based on movies, comic books on video games, and the list goes on and on. Now, secondly, I'd like to say that it should be noted that this process does not produce either consistently good or consistently bad projects. For example, the movie The Birdcage is an excellent remake of a Franco-Italian film, which itself is based on the play of the same name by Sean Perot, a movie based on a play being remade into another movie. 
Now, on the other hand, almost everyone agrees that the film adaptations of the Chronicles of Narnia, which is a book series, were terrible, both as adaptations of the books and just as movies, regardless of their source material. They were they were just bad. So it should be noted that, you know, it's not this process doesn't make things good or bad in itself. And it should also be said that taking an IP from one medium into another is not an inherently bad idea. I don't have anything against that. All of that being said, one transition that consistently falters is taking video games and making them into movies. This falls over a wide spectrum, from boring and hollow movies like Prince of Persia, World of Warcraft, Tomb Raider, and Assassin's Creed, which are all just bad movies, bad plots, bad character development, overemphasis on arbitrary action and special effects. In fact, nothing remarkable happens at all. But they're not remarkably bad, they're just bad movies. Then... There are the films on the opposite side of the spectrum, which are complete insults to both their source material, the movie industry, the human species, living organisms in general, and me personally. I'm talking heavy hitters. I'm talking Super Mario Brothers. I'm talking Mortal Kombat Annihilation. I'm talking Street Fighter the movie. But why do we keep trying? The simple answer is money. Transferring the success of the brand of something like Super Mario Brothers and convincing the fans of an already established series to spend more of their cash on a new iteration of a product they already like. But it doesn't work with video game movies. The main reason for this is the inherent difference between what makes a great movie and a great video game. For example, Zelda Ocarina of Time is often lauded as one of the greatest video games of all time, and for good reason. Don't take my word for it, there are tons of videos on the YouTubes that go into excruciating detail about what makes the game so engaging and so endearing. So, let's say a movie studio decides to cash in on the love for such a popular game. What would this movie look like? Well, first, a lot of content would need to be cut. A movie is generally between one and a half, two and a half hours, maybe three if you're lucky, or if you really have a lot of content you need to cover. The average playtime for Zelda Ocarina of Time is about 25 to 30 hours, and there is enough content in the game to keep you going for about 40. And that's only if the player doesn't do it like I did, which was I would spend extra hours just riding my horse through Hyrule Field and obnoxiously singing the Zelda theme song. On an even separate side note, the music is amazing and would totally work in a film. Opponent's theme is my jam, baby. So, if a Zelda movie was made, it would most likely not include many characters and moments that made the game so amazing and special. The next thing you would notice in this film is the protagonist has as much depth and character development as Tony the Tiger from Frosted Flakes. Like, literally every other character you meet and interact with is more interesting than Link. This is not such a problem in the video game format because it emphasizes the world and the NPCs you can interact with. However, in a movie, this would be an absolutely boring character to follow through a film. Also, even though... Even though the game does include a lot of exploration and character interactions, its bread and butter is the combat and all of its sword slashing, arrow shooting, boomerang throwing, bomb dropping glory. Side note, the combat gets turned up to 11 in Breath of the Wild. There is literally endless ways to kill enemies in that game. It's a masterpiece, but I'm getting off topic. This combat works great for a game, but would quickly become tedious and pedantic in a film. 
And this gets to the core problem of making games into movies. What makes Ocarina of Time special just can't be translated onto the big screen. Who would want to watch Link wander around a dungeon for an hour, trying to figure out where the next item is supposed to be, which wall you're supposed to bomb, and show the secret entrance, and where the hell is the stupid key? Now that's one of the things that makes Zelda Dungeons special, but you can't experience that in a movie. Also, another example, hitting one of the cuckoos, which are chickens, will iconically get you attacked and possibly killed by other chickens. However, what makes it so special is not merely the fact that the event occurs. It is when the player discovers it for themselves. It is always optional. It may be found, it may not. Maybe you heard about it from a friend. Maybe you heard about it from a guide. Maybe you randomly just discovered it. However you find it, it is special because it is an extra element of the game you can interact with that enriches the world and makes the game a more entertaining experience. In conclusion, we should all agree to stop trying to make cash grabs by taking great or terrible IPs from video games and making them into movies, especially since there are so many talented writers and creators trying to get their projects made for the big screen and their work will actually be successful in theaters and keep people like me, who is a fan of both movies and games, happy. This is Asher and I'm hashtag just saying. Thank you for being brave enough to say it. Yeah. I hope your family is safe. <laughs> Apple Incorporated, they signed a multi-year agreement with, uh, with, this, with the movie studio A24. Has this ever happened to you? Do you sit on your couch at night, turn on your streaming device of choice and think, you know what? I just need more options. It's just Hulu, Amazon, HBO, Netflix, soon to be, what's it called? Disney Plus? Disney Plus. They're, they're, they're still in the ballgame. It's like I. It's just. It's just. Well, they're not in the ball game yet, but like their bus is on the way to the park. Yeah, we all know it's coming, and there's a lot. Yeah, we all know that's going to be its whole thing. And from what I can tell, they have like the 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 '90s team from that Simpsons episode. <laughs> They've got just playing as ringers, anyways. Yep. No, but 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 that's what I'm saying is like it's already such a crowded field, like. It's already, it's funny that you put it that way, because whenever I turn Netflix on, when I turn Hulu on, like, I'll spend 20 fucking minutes just sitting there, just scrolling through stuff, trying to decide what to watch. Exactly. Exactly. And, and whenever I finally decide on something to watch, I'm always just like, eh, I should have picked should have picked this other thing. You just end up watching Frasier like, like Office, you know, or and something now, like and now that. And pretty soon, like, it's going to be like scrolling through your streaming service apps. <laughs> okay, do I, wanna, do I want to do Netflix? Uh, no, Netflix is so, that's, uh, everyone does Netflix. No, no, no. HBO Go, I've watched everything. Uh, let's see. Now, yeah, yeah, I totally follow. It's like when the menu has too many items and you're like, ah, I really wish there was less on this menu so I could just really find what I wanted quickly. Yeah, but 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 it's also like at the same time that it's it's no small it's no small potatoes like A24 is a they're not like a major studio, they're like an indie darling studio, mm -hmm. but they've put out some very not notable stuff. Like uh, most recently they put out Mid 90s, the Jonah Hill flick, which was quite a watch if you haven't seen it and it's still playing somewhere near you, I strongly recommend it. But they also put out Oscar winner Moonlight, they put out Bo Burnham's 8th uh, grade, they did Lady Bird, Ex Machina, um, the Disaster Artist, the movie about the making of The Room. Mm -hmm. Coincidentally good. enough, they also put out a, um, the Brie Larson Oscar winner, uh, Room. <laughs> yeah, the, so they, they're they a studio that is synonymous with kind of critically acclaimed 
kind of indie darling movies. Oh, for sure. You know, yeah, yeah. Kind like, of, like the studio has won several Oscars at this point. Yeah, and that Moonlight was phenomenal. We all saw that together. And, it was a good one. And, and yeah, like so that's, that's nothing to mess around with. Like, of course, the studio is going to be producing uh, movies and we can expect TV series. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's going to go, from what I've heard, it's going to go through... The same, like if you have if you have Apple Music on your phone, if you have an iPhone, if you have Apple Music, or if you or if you just do Apple Music through uh, like whatever device you whatever device you have, like it's going to be the same the same kind of service. If you have Apple Music, then you then you've got this. Okay, I gotcha. So it's just going to be added on to their other services they already provide. But they're but now they're in the streaming game. That's the whole that's the whole thing. They're going to be streaming right. stuff now. It's not just like buying a video because you've been able to buy movies off iTunes, right, for a long time. Since oh yeah, it first yeah, came that's, out. Yeah, that's not new. That this is going to be like streaming. You pay and you get this service, and you can watch all these movies. But they're they're following the current trends, like of just dumping an awful lot of money into original content. Like like Netflix is just as people keep like I feel like it's a new story every single year. People just go on about oh my god, can you believe how much Netflix is spending on new content? And then the next year they spend even more. Yeah, and yeah. That, and it's just it's just it, they just the the sky keeps going up. And the, and everyone's following their model. You know, Amazon's trying to get and Hulu. They're both trying to get original content associated with their name. And yeah, you know, and well, even before well, not before, but like HBO has also been they they weren't streaming. They were obviously a channel before they got into the streaming game. But they have well, they realized what they had to do. Yeah, and they're they're champions of original content too. Oh, well, I mean, in terms of critical acclaim, for sure. I yeah. mean, like this past year at the Emmys, that was the first time that anybody had had won more uh, more awards than HBO had in a couple of years, and it was Netflix, yeah. mind you. Really? And not a single one of those went to BoJack Horseman. Can you believe it? That is disappointing. A, a, a travesty. Why is it? Wow, it's too. Re- it's it's not it's not appreciated. It's too ahead of its time. I mean, it's people are going to say that we can't talk about BoJack or this whole thing will just solve <laughs> right before our eyes. It will, but no, but 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 BoJack and stuff like BoJack is the shining star of what is possible if you do streaming right. Mm-hmm. And with a studio like A twenty four, I mean, we don't have we don't have anything we don't have anything announced like because we don't know when this service is going to be available. We only just found out more about Disney's new. Uh, streaming service. We only just found out recently that it was going to be called Disney Plus. Oh yeah, yeah. And there's still no definitive release date or price set. We just know it's coming next year sometime. Mm-hmm. Parents will have to buy it. Oh yeah, parents are going to have to. And then of <laughs> course, of course, that's why they bought Fox. Of course it is because they want that catalog too. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, now with Apple getting into the game and with the studio as uh, as capable, I guess I would say as A24, it's just who knows. Who knows what they're going to be throwing into the ring to compete. Mm-hmm. And this is like kind of the best problem to have, but it kind of goes back to what we were saying at the very beginning and we were talking about this subject. Because the studio is so good, I'm pretty confident they're going to be coming out with content you would want to see. You know, like it's going to be stuff people are going to be like, oh, they're doing this new show mm-hmm. through Apple streaming. You got to check it out, yada, yada, yada. It's going to become a new thing. And that's just going to be another show on my list of like 15 shows I have to catch up on that are yeah, all amazing. Because I don't have enough of those right <laughs> now. Because I don't have enough of that stuff. I, I need still to haven't watched on. Barry. I, I just I still haven't watched Barry. I just keep rewatching Predator 2. Oh, I can't man. get to these things right now. One day we will talk about that movie proper. Yeah. That's another movie that's ahead of its time. <laughs> yeah, literally, it takes place in the future. Well, in terms of when the movie's made. 
But anyways, I, I think that that's about, I think that's going to about cover it for us, right? Yeah, we're yeah. just going to be Set stressed up. out about streaming. It's going to be called stream stress. We, yeah, yeah, seriously. Like, because there's not enough things to be stressed out. I'm so damn stressed. That's all we have for you today. But what do you think about all this action? Hit us up across the web. Uh, thank you so much for listening. My name is Sam. I'm Asher. And this has been The Minute brought to you by Movie Night Autopsy. What's up, crew? If you got any idea of what you would like for us to talk about on The Minute or on Movie Night Autopsy podcast, hit us up on the social medias. You can hit us up on Twitter at Movie underscore Autopsy. Check us out on Facebook at Movie Night Autopsy. Always feel free to email us, contact at MovieNightAutopsy.com.